0: what's up y'all this is nina perez and this is straight talk no sugar added and i am so glad you are here i am loving the way that you guys are getting involved with straight talk and becoming the straight talkers that you are always reaching out always talking to me about my great guests and i found another great guest for you and her name is sarah and she is one of the most inspirational female speakers in the marketplace today she is the author of the award-winning book how i survived the killing fields and the co-author of the holy approach and i'm so glad that she's here because i really love what she stands for and what she's about so sarah thank you so much for being on straight talk how are you
1: good how are you nina i'm so
0: uh,
1: so glad that we get to talk and thank you for having me yeah i'm glad you're
0: here listen i have a a really fantastic audience and one of the things that i always hear from them is how much they love who I speak to, the stories that come out of this. And so what I like to do on Straight Talk is just use our story, Sarah, to inspire other people and to let them know who you are, because I think it's important, right, when we're trying to connect with people, to let them know who we are and then connect with them in whatever way we do. So I know you have a lot going on, so we're going to touch on all of that. We're going to touch on your speaking and your book and the fact that you do coach people, things like that. So before we get all into the nitty gritty, let's know a little bit more about you, Sarah. Who is Sarah?
1: oh okay i will give you a short version of my story <laughs> <laughs> my story is in the whole book right <laughs> <laughs> but i will not take that much time <laughs> so um i grew up in Cambodia <clears throat> i was a child of a farmer i was the firstborn child as mm. you can imagine the firstborn get all the love right right so so I feel so much love and secure. And my parents uh, want to keep me in school. They believe in higher education. So they didn't teach me much about, about farming. Mm. So I, with that in mind, I keep going. And then when I finished high school, I went on to college. And college is far away from home. That means mm-hmm. I had to leave my family behind. I had have, I have three younger brothers and my parents. So um, I left to the capital city where I pursue a higher education. <clears throat> and while I was away from home, there's a horrible thing happened to Cambodia. Mm-hmm. You probably heard about it, it when the when the communist Khmeros took over Cambodia, wow. they came in with madness and anger and resentment and they, they marched in like a military style right into the city, they shut down everything oh and goodness. the next day they pursued to evacuate the whole city. Wow. So that means everybody need to get out from the house, as mm-hmm. we are going through the storm Ian right now. I didn't want to get out. If I can just stay put in my secure home, I stay. So I did stay. But in my case in Cambodia, I could not stay. Right. They point, they point the gun at us and they demanded, "You go, go, go." So we left everything behind.
0: Hmm. Is that what when you were in the city? Were you uh, by yourself there without your family when they did this? Right.
1: Yes. Yes. But before, like a couple days before they came in, I went to visit my uncle who lived in the suburb, and and we, I I cling on to my uncle. He have a wife and two children. So, when they evacuate, I was evacuated with my with my uncle and his family. Okay. So we went on to um, just walking, walk away from the city. And then finally, I arrived in the village, and then they could, they start to push us to work right away, work in the rice field. Mm. And then they, they also um, ask for people who want to move to a different location. And that location that they want to move us to, it's my, the city where my family lives. So oh. I, I volunteer just as fast as I can. So I went, but they did not take me to, my, to the city where I want to, to go. They dropped us in the mm, you know like, a, like a, a middle of nowhere. I was so mm. disappointed. Mm. But um and then like a few weeks later, they they look for another for more volunteer to go to a different place, to a different camp, and and I volunteer again because at that time, I was in the mood of keep moving. Right, I might right. yeah, I might have a chance to go back home. So that's what I was trying to do. That, mm-hmm. you know, every, every opportunity I did, I did uh, volunteer. So <laughs> my volunteer the second time didn't get me anywhere. I am in the big, big um, forced labor camp. Oh, wow. This camp, they only take the single man and woman because they they work us very hard. Right. They they push us to work like crazy hours, like 16 hours a day.
0: Right, seven, wow.
1: Seven days a week. And they give us very little food to eat. And we were exhausted and starved and, and then, no
0: money right no money with that no 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 it's forced
1: we, right we, we worked just to get a little a bowl of, of soup That's wow it. yeah
0: wow and there's no escaping that or at least you feel like there's no escaping that right you're no. thinking eventually i'll end up with my family and instead you ended up there that is so tough how long did you stay in that kind of situation
1: four years wow four years wow there's so many things going on during that four years i i got very sick mm-hmm. i almost that... died almost died they send the sick people to to a camp a, a different shelter where all the people are very sick so um, i found my way out from there because i didn't want to die right my goal right. is my goal is to keep alive being alive so that I can go back home.
0: Did you know where you were? Did you know the area where they had put
1: you for those 4 years? Approximately, not exactly, but right. I know I'm not too too far from the city where my family lived.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Was your family affected also? Like, were they taking over those towns or those cities as well?
1: Yes, yes. The whole country was affected.
0: Right, right.
1: They they displaced everybody. Nobody can stay in the same house anymore.
0: Right. So when you left in those four, when you, did you escape from the, the hospital when they put you there? Is that what you did? Yes. Can, I, can I ask you about that? Like, how did you escape there? How were you able to manage that?
1: Well, when I realized that that place is very dangerous for me, I, I could get more disease. So I, I tried to find my way out. Mm-hmm. So I realized that I cannot do much. I cannot uh, oh. run away because I was so sick. But I, um, I think about God. Mm. when when you when i search search and then look for solution and i remember i believe that there is god since i was young
0: right so at wow. this
1: time i pray to god i pray ask him to to help me wow so after praying for for many nights um one morning when i got up very early before everybody else, I, I realized I will try, I'm going to try to walk away from here and hopefully nobody see me. Right. Yeah, I, I sneak out. Wow. And I I end up at the, the other side where all the working people are staying. I, I met one young team leader. She's a kindest person and she saw me coming and she took me in her group and she said, you stay with me. I can try to find something for you to do. So in this whole camp, you have to do something. You cannot right. just not doing right. anything. So right. she realized I'm too sick to do anything for her. But she talked to the people at the kitchen. And she told me that, you mm. know, you can go help out in the kitchen so it's just like oh my goodness it's like winning the lottery for me right right because you hadn't eaten right yeah, yeah. right when, wow when no when everybody was so so hungry right i got to work in the kitchen
0: right wow. so that's
1: god answered wow. prayer for me right there
0: mm-hmm. yeah isn't that something and you know it, what i um What I loved about all of that is that you said, I remembered, I remembered I had faith, right? The the four years that you were going through this horrible time, did you remember God or you hadn't remembered and you were just trying to survive?
1: I remember, I remember, Mm -hmm. I, Mm -hmm. I believe in God. Yeah. Yeah. So you,
0: so did you have, um, faith that one day this would be over?
1: I have a glimmer of faith. Then yeah, yeah. I, I think that I, keeps I, us alive, doesn't it, Sarah? Yes. That glimmer
0: of faith. Yeah.
1: Yes, yes. I did not give up hope at right. all. I right. still have a glimmer of faith. Right. Mm. Now, when you escape and you,
0: you said you went back to your town. Did you go back to where your parents were, or no?
1: Eventually, yes, but until after four years. Wow. I.
0: I That's a wonder- long time. Yeah. 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 Did you see them? Did you get to reunite with them? Were they still there? Or? Yes,
1: finally. You know, after I escaped the second time, I got to reunite with them. Wow. And, and they gone through hard times just like I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that must
0: have. But it, it's so hard, right? Because you're all going through hard times. And they're probably, you know, thinking about you. Where's our daughter? Where, you know. Is she alive? Is she okay? Right? Yeah. And the same I'm sure you were going through too. Like, you know, are my parents and my brothers alive? Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's tough. Through throughout the four whole four years, right. I was thinking about them all the time. Right. That's what that's what kept me going. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes I was about to about about to die. I was just so, so sick. I have a hard right. time breathing and all that. It's just like, oh, okay, one more day, one more day. Just wow. keep pushing myself because I was thinking about my family.
0: Right. That's mm-hmm. so strong, Sarah. That's so strong. Like I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, what a fighter, right? What a fighter because it takes a lot. It, it takes a lot. I mean, you're you're physically ill. You're exhausted, Uh, You don't have your family, so you're alone, right? Um, You're being oppressed and you're being forced to do labor that is extremely hard. Um, Mm -hmm. And then to just keep one more day. If we can all live our life like that, right? Even when we're not going through the hard times, just just understand how precious life is. Life must mean so much so much more to you is what i'm trying to say right when you go through that kind of experience like um so when when you left and you saw them my gosh i can imagine that day what did that feel like when you saw them were they still in the same house in the same field were they still there or no no
1: no gosh okay (laughs) we lost our house so when I went back and I went to the location where our house used to be,
0: yeah, and
1: the house was gone. oh wow. And my family was gone. nobody around the, that area that I recognize. but I tracked down and, uh, and finally my I found my aunt and she wow. told me where my family moved to. So okay. I, yeah, I went and I found my family, and they were so surprised. My I dad, was, yeah, my dad was not home at that time that I arrived because you know what? He still keep riding a a, a bicycle, looking for me. Oh, he's, Sarah, he oh was riding God. the bicycle everywhere, everywhere oh. he could possibly go, and he asking for me. You see my daughter. Have you seen my daughter everywhere? Oh my gosh! Oh my
0: heart! Wow, the love of a parent, right? Oh my gosh! That is, oh man, that's wow! (laughs) Wow, we have to pick up your book, Sarah. Wow! All right. So you find your amazing family, which I can imagine they were like crying. You were crying because that must have been the most powerful moment of your life right so when you is um i know that your book on how i survive the killing fields is about this right is about this your your amazing story so now that you are a speaker because you're speaking now is this what you talk about mostly is you do you talk about like like uh you know your your holistic approach your your survival skills what what do you talk about when you do your your motivational speaking
1: it it depends on the audience Mm-hmm. Um, I have a uh, a faith-based audience that mm-hmm. want me to talk about how I find hope during the hard time. Right. Wow. Yeah. We need uh, that. Yeah. So that's one, one group of audience. And some other audience, I will talk about the wellness, about how how to stay well physically mm-hmm. and, and mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. So it's a total wellness for them that I am promoting, I'm promoting the total wellness. That's great. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and and some time in the business community, I talk about resilience, Mm -hmm. I talk Mm -hmm. about perspective, I talk about mindset, about how to stay positive. fantastic. Yeah, how to Mm -hmm. stay positive when you are in the negative situation.
0: Right, but Sarah, nobody can come to you with a negative situation. You've you've overcome something that most of us have never gone through, right? So the the minute the minute any of us come to complain, you're like, "Excuse me, read my book, okay? Stop being a baby." <laughs> I'm just joking, but I mean, when you go when you talk to someone like you who is who's phenomenal in their thinking, and you know somebody who's you're not even. You know, like most of us say we're going through a challenge, right? But you you lived through it, right? So there is a different perspective, Sarah, when you look at things through the lens of where you did it, right? The way you had to survive. Yeah. Um, as opposed to us complaining about how we can't get our email to work, right? This is those are two different things. Um, but it's I really am proud of you for writing about your life and then also using your experiences in life to now inspire someone else and like really um you know show them that life you you can make life move forward you know with hope and your mindset and the way you approach life that's very beautiful and it's a gift to people it really is a gift because was there someone in that that was in your life or someone while you were going through that hard time um, that helped you look at life a different, a different way, or was it more, what was in you already? Was it more of your faith or was it people around
1: you? How did, how was that for you? It, it was in me. Uh, most, most of it is in my heart right. because uh, just before I went off to college, my mom who who I was the caregiver to, mm. she recovered from a four years of paralysis. Oh wow! She she had an accident. She became paralyzed and knocked her down for four years. Wow! And finally, she recovered just before I graduated from high school. Wow! So that that relationship that I nurtured her and took care of her and i want her to be well so bad right And i i love on her and and we build such like a strong relationship that built my resiliency mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that built my confidence
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, wow.
1: so when when the hard time come i draw from that confidence
0: yeah yeah and
1: it's it just the love that i have for for her
0: Right. And you know what else too? I I think there's something powerful to be said about helping someone else when you're going through something, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's, you know, it's strong and it's, it says something when your mom was ill for you to say, I'm going to nurture this woman. I am going to care for her. I'm going to be there for her. And I think that a lot of us, if we would take the time to get out of our own head and our own way and pour into someone else that can change a lot of things in our life. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always say, if you're, if you're too stuck in your head, then go help someone else and that will help you. Right. Right. Yes. And in, in your case, that was, that was not only did you help your mom recover, thank God, but that strength and resiliency that you saw your mother recover from, I'm sure had a lot to do with why you said one more day, one more day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. deep. That's deep. That's deep. So now I know that, uh, you go around and, um, you, you, do these talks and you do like you said from different angles in different in different ways how is your how did you start to develop more of your of your resiliency moving forward right so you found your family uh did you and your family uh, stay under this oppression for a long time were you able to leave cambodia how did how did that come about
1: well the whole country had been liberated by the time that I went by to find my family, the okay. whole country had been liberated four months be- before month before I arrived. Mm. So I was whole, held in captivity four months longer than I didn't wow. need to. And
0: you didn't even know.
1: Yeah, wow. but, but that's okay. It, yeah. um, I, I finally had to escape in order right. for, for me to free myself and find right. my family. Right. But to to answer your question, after we re, we enjoy our reunion, my family nurtured me back to good health again. We wow. spent one whole year one whole year together. Wow! But, so
0: what you what you did for your mom, they were able to now do for you. Powerful.
1: Yeah. So um, we realized that the the country is. Very chaotic. It's not not safe, especially for me, a single woman.
0: Right in right.
1: the mid twenty, I can be a victim. So my mom pushed me to to get out from the country. Okay. It was heartbreaking. I bet it was. I did not want to leave, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but my mom said, "Honey, <clears throat> if you make it." to the other side, you will find my cousin, and he will help you. And you eventually might be able to come back and help us. So that's the magic word. That's the magic word that sent me out, escaping escaping from Cambodia through the jungle. I I walked through the jungle across the border
0: Oh my gosh, you must've been terrified.
1: Yes, it was.
0: Yeah. And you did that alone?
1: I did that with one of my mom's cousin.
0: Just one person. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Were you able to ever go back and help your family?
1: Yeah, after I, I found my relative in United States, he sponsored me to uh, America. And then a few years later, my mom, had to escape also because mm-hmm. she was wrong. She was so bitter about being wrong. So she said, that's it, that's it. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. going out. So she got out, but there's a long story, a right. long journey. By then, everything changed. It made it very difficult, but it took me five years to bring them over to United States. Oh, but you did it. I did it. I Sarah,
0: you're an amazing woman.
1: Holy shiznick.
0: <laughs> wow. The favor of God on you. My goodness. Wow. All right. Woo, this is a good interview. Holy cow. Okay. So you go now. Now you're speaking. You're speaking on stages. Congratulations. I know that's not easy, but I know that it is necessary. So thank you for doing that. And then your book is out, and then you're also helping people, right? I, I, you also said that you also coach. Is that correct? Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. So what do
1: you do with the coaching? What What is uh, What does that look like? The coaching is the new service I just added on because I realized some some people have deeper, deeper, a stronger need than just listening to my talk, than just wow. reading my book. Yeah. They need yeah. more help so i decided to add the coaching to help them out
0: that's great that's great that's great it really is and i think you know i always say that we all need to be helping each other right and i always say that every person needs like a, a either a therapist a mentor a coach something to help them through now do you have that for yourself do you at least also you know go to maybe see a coach or or have a team of people around you, or things like that. Do you do you have a a network around you? Yes, I have. Um,
1: I like people. Yeah, <laughs> I have my group.
0: <laughs> That's good, good, good.
2: It's and
1: important. I, I'm I'm very active at my church also. Good. So good. Yeah, that helps, right, Sarah? It helps when you yeah. have
0: a community around you, right? Um, yeah, it's, it's yeah. So Social social connection,
1: social support. Yeah. It's really healthy. Yeah, it's it is. For
0: it's all of us. yeah, I'm really glad that you do all of this. And I'm really, uh, really excited that you came on my show. This was a fantastic conversation. I can see why people would want to go listen to you speak. Uh, I love everything about what you've said and the fact that you've used it all. And as I'm speaking to you, Sarah, like one of the things I don't feel from you is bitter, anger, resentment. Like I haven't heard that in your voice at all. You know, and that is so beautiful, right? When you can get to that place in your life where you're trusting God enough to know that you don't need to live in a space of hate and anger and unforgiveness, you know, and shame and all of that. So, you know, thank you so much for sharing your story and for, you know, just being able to be open and, and real with us here today and and talk about your faith in a beautiful way i just i love everything thank you so much sarah thank you for being thank here
1: thank you nina thank yeah, you yeah that was
0: that's very very uh, i i just i'm so inspired by you i'm so inspired
1: um i would
0: love for people to know sarah how they can like you know buy your book or um go you know so go maybe uh, book you for a talk or something like that so if you can give us some of your uh, social media handles a website whatever so people can find you that'd be great
1: okay yes um, I have a website it says sarahm.com just my first name and last name.com okay. s-a-r-a-i-m.com and you can find my book there my speaking engagement you can there's a tab for speaking and some events that is going
0: on
1: right now, okay, and uh, that's fantastic. And also on Facebook and LinkedIn. Great, fantastic! Thank you so much, Sarah. This was such a great
0: conversation. I appreciate you. Stay safe in Florida. Don't don't let those waters get to you too much. <laughs> but thank you so much for being on here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Nina. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. You are the best. Okay, I have the best podcasting community ever. I really do. And I appreciate you guys being on here. Make sure you go on to winject.com slash register dot com slash register and register for my free community because I want to be really um, connected with you and I want us to brainstorm and be with each other and connect in a deeper way. If you are looking for coaching, please make sure that you also email me at hello at straight no com. I work with women and I help them develop that business that they are envisioning in their hearts so that they can win. Thank you guys so much for being here. Love you, love you, love you. This is Dina Perez, Straight Talk No Sugar Added. Until next time.